0: than I thought to get to the point, but it is the awards show, Footy and frothies, Daggy Barn and Ollie with you look back on uh, all things Daggy M, our 3 one system of the year, our team of the year and a couple of key trophies of the year, as well as also just for good fun at the end, we'll tell you who's going to win the semi-finals this week. So there's that too. Uh, Barney, Ollie, what's going on?
1: It's pretty synonymous with us, really. It takes a fair fucking while to get to the point. That is, <laughs> that true. We there <laughs> that is true. Well, t- Tony... The anyone
0: better at not getting to the point is my missus. But anyway, yeah,
1: I'll right. we'll save that for the home life, eh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, at what point is Tony Khan just going to sue your ass? Probably now, to be honest. Yeah. Happy days. He... Luckily, Can't I'm wait. Wait. I don't think <laughs> he needs the money, but...
1: Luckily, I'm broke. He, he, might, as well, he <laughs> might as well have something go
2: his way this past month. Oh, Shit. Get out
1: of
0: here. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, we've got to talk him to don't we? It's my job. That's Apparently. good. So 3 two, one voting system. So what we've got today, folks, is our, our key awards our, and our team of the year as we voted on week in, week out at the Grey Gums Hotel or over Zoom or at the Colonial or mm. uh, on one of our backyards or decks or wherever it might have been. I
2: don't think we did a back. Deck Backyard show this year. No, it's no. been a while. We did, we did the um, preview, show. Preview, preview show at Barney's and that was it. We've not been on the old deck. I feel like we might do the deck for the bold prediction just for the sake of it. Hey?
0: Well, Why we not? did last year. Well, Yeah, yeah. pack and, and have a Barbie and that would be fun. Anyway, no one cares. They just want to hear stuff. So, <laughs> um, award time. Hear stuff. We've, we'll have save the big one. some other stuff for the bold prediction show. But Barney... Let's give us your buy of the year in season 2022.
1: Do I even have to say it? (laughs) Surely you guys already know who it is. Nico Hines has been the best buy of the year by far. Uh, There was a good race there going on with Adam Reynolds earlier during the year. um, But the most influential person that's been brought into a team by far, in my opinion, is Nico Hines. And the second um, closest at the moment is probably... Cameron McGuinness, in my opinion. I think the Sharks have absolutely won the recruiting uh, award this year. So, Nico Hines.
0: Yeah, not much more to add. I agree with you. Uh, McGuinness from – not McGuinness. Hines. (laughs) What you said about McGuinness is right. Uh, Back to Townsend, I would have third. Mm. Absolutely. Into Reynolds. And (laughs) Daylight back to fifth with Jackson Hastings who – uh, obviously, once he left, we never we we couldn't win a game without him. So you know.
2: Well, I was going to say I agree with Nico, but as an honourable mention to be different, Chad Townsend. But well, yeah, I think they really see they're probably Ni- one two now. You you, say. You've got Nico, then Townsend, would be two, and then you've got your Reynolds and McInnes, and
1: then Reden's a bunch been of other important blokes. for the Bulldogs considering well, oh, the yeah, team that he's been brought car. into. Yeah, well, you yeah. know
2: what, in, in terms of, um, w- what's the word I'm looking for? In terms of popularity and in terms of um, being a draw and entertaining mm-hmm. and stuff, Burton and Adokar, especially since when I went to that Bulldogs-Titans game this year, they were absolute rock stars. I don't think I've seen two individual players be um, as cultivized by their fan base as much as these two blokes, and even before the game, they—I remember they did like an ad for for Laundie Hotels or something that was just shown at the stadium, and they just got this huge pop when they appeared on the <laughs> screen at half time. It's like they're so. I guess from a bit of it, obviously on field, they they both had good seasons, but I'd say, I guess financially viable as a, as a brand, I don't—they're still businesses, right? But Adokar and Burton have probably been the most yeah the most cultivating. Signings of the season.
1: Yeah, for an untried half who was a part-time fullback, basically a, a bench player for the Melbourne Storm to come in and control the team the way that Nico has, he's basically been the forefront of pretty much all their attack for the entire year. I can't see how anyone else would be by the year. Rookie of the year, Oliver.
2: Well, Jeremiah I, as I've since looked up the rules, and it, it is five games they're allowed to play, And the season before to be eligible. Nano played four last season. So by length, uh, I think it's got to be Jeremiah Oh
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I'm not sure about Homoli Olokawatu's stats um, where he played last year, but he'd be up there as well. Yeah, I think he played last year, yeah. An honourable mention for me is Isaiah Tass. I think he's come in. um, He didn't come in until late in the season, but he's been fantastic in the centres for Souths. He's added something that they haven't had as a strike center for um, since obviously Gay Guy left the year before. But Jeremiah Nani has been I'm pretty sure he's the leading second rower tri scorer for the year. The bloke can jump <laughs> as well as just absolutely run over the top of people. He's had a couple of issues in defence, but he seems to um well this weekend at least he was fantastic in defence. So uh I'm really looking forward to see where this guy's career progresses to, but he to me, yeah, he's definitely the rookie of the year.
0: Are you the eligibility? Yeah. Yep. No, it is. Um you know who else is eligible apparently? Who? Sam Walker.
2: Yeah, right. Sam Walker.
0: No, it's the younger team of the year. So Ali for me. I was gonna say rookie Walker, of yeah. Rookie of the Year. Uh he's fantastic. He'll be Australian wing, he'll be one of the Australian wingers this year. Um, big, strong. Not yet sold on him as a fullback um, after the weekend, but I don't think he can really take anything out of that game. No,
1: absolutely not. So, mm.
0: forgiving that. But, geez, he hurts. He hurts, blokes. He hurts. He's bigger than most blokes. He can jump. He can tackle. He can run. And we're going to see. He he will be an elite, elite footballer a for, dominant a, long force, for, yeah, for and, a long time. And um, just to be different, I'm going to give it to him. But to just throw out a few names that we haven't like uh, Tango. Uh, Taylor oh, May, Tunga, yeah, uh, absolutely. to a lesser extent, um, Jacob Kiraz, There's blokes here that have come on the Jake scene that are ex- Kieraz, ex- exciting pole for next year. Pole, well, paul Yeah, I'm trying to get yeah, it. Yeah, but he only played a handful of
1: games. He, unfortunately, he, he, he
0: was but. he was more potential than. Well, than I mean, in the, in in the side he was in, yeah. he was top three players each week. But yeah, yeah. when he played, that. yeah, yeah so they, it's exciting times. You know, we lament a little bit through COVID that there wasn't,
1: but. Be interesting to see if um, Ko Weeks ends up getting a spot in that Manly side because I really like what I saw out of him in the one game he played at the last game of the year. Um, Another mention would probably be the other centre that played for the Manly side there. Yeah, the fast one. Yeah, Cooler. Yeah, Todd O'Cooler. He was quite um, impressive in the majority of the games he played. Obviously he got, he on got better team and
0: better. Tuapalatu was, was, was good. Was yeah, he smart. started.
1: He sort of dropped away a, a little bit at the end of the year. But, um, yeah, Toto Kula was um, fantastic when uh, for a good stretch there when Manly were going okay, but obviously he fell off when the rest of them fell off as
2: well. So Xavier Savage didn't play more than five games last year, did he? Yeah, but... He, he, no, wouldn't he, he wouldn't be there, but like Penrith I mentioned... I think
0: he had a couple at Penrith.
2: Xavier Savage? Yeah. Penrith for Penrith? That's where he came from. He didn't play for... He didn't play for Penrith, did he? I he
1: he, so he to yeah, he's been around. He might have come through the system, he but he didn't play Flory. for. Sorry, no, he think didn't he play for
0: Penrith. Wikipedia will help me in a minute. But it's I
1: wouldn't imagine he would have had more than a handful of games where you would have noted him as one of their better players. To be honest, no. Um, but when he, he's good, he's he very good, good. if we're but chucking out. He's sort very of good at limping around lots
0: and running fast for a bit, then limping around for a bit. So give him that. He's twenty. Let's see what Wikipedia says. Uh, he's 21 games from 2021. No, so I tell a lie. So he may well be eligible if you wanted, but would you put him ahead of the other two? No. No, but, but I thought
2: we were just throwing out rookies yeah. at the well, moment. So, yeah. Okay, he's, he's, he's one of them. The, the, the,
0: Campbell exciting from that point of view. And, and Tomoko and Chris are going to have something to offer down the road. Chris played a fair bit last year, so that's through him. Uh, just off top, uh, Taruva, someone like Taruva is exciting down the road. Definitely is. So, yeah. yeah. Whatever, anything else? that all means.
2: No, let's go to the next prestigious Coach award. of
0: the year. I'm going to give it, I'm actually going to give it, because I tipped him for Cowboys by default, I think there's two, well, there's got to be three, but there's two standouts, and that's Payton and Fitzgibbon. They met against each other, and Todd Payton from a team that we thought would run last, I think almost as consensus, or close enough, um, was absolutely fantastic this year, what he's done for that team. What he's done with Jason Dumbo alone, we talked about in the uh, review show, where we, who knows what was happening there, Uh, has done a tremendous effort. Uh, Fitzgibbon you'll speak about, I'm sure, momentarily. Ivan Cleary, you've got to give kudos to at least having – if it's not him, it's the right coaching staff because they're very, very good at what they do. And, um, look, you've got to actually give a bit of credit to Ricky Stewart for what he's got out of that forward pack there. Yeah, but not coach of the year.
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. But, go on, hello. I will – so you're not going to go for Craig Fitzgibbon, are you? Nope. No? Well, shit. He put
1: together a good list, yes, but –
2: See, I I I thought you would, so I was going to make the case for Ivan Cleary just because Penner finished first and Domino as always. But I will go Craig Fitzgibbon in terms of – well, the recruitment. We spoke about the recruitment in terms of buy of the year and a lot of – not a lot of coaching, but part of coaching does go into the recruitment side of things and – after Craig Fitzgibbon was announced as a Cronulla coach, is when a lot of these players were signed, they weren't signed beforehand. They knew they were coming into a club to play for Craig Fitzgibbon, not not like the Tiger signings who thought they were going to play for Michael Maguire kind of thing. Like they knew they were playing for Craig Fitzgibbon. The he had the he had the the influence over signing these blokes. So I, I will say for that reason primarily, and then of course, obviously, they finished in second place on the ladder. Uh, which, you know, I would still say is an overachievement for Cronulla this year yeah, in absolutely. terms of expectations because I think we all had him around 6th, 7th position um, and for them to finish 2nd behind Penrith, not too far behind Penrith, also, kudos to him.
1: Oh, the Disney supervillain is absolutely the coach of the year in my opinion. <laughs> Todd Payton is...
2: Wait, yeah. How's he a Disney supervillain? <laughs> look look at like he the eyes.
1: eyebrows, the eyes Shaved head <laughs> Very clean goatee. Just put like a cape on him and with He the, looks uh, the calm to uh, me The upturned think, yeah. fucking mm. collar And he's just like the epitome of a supervillain <laughs> 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 <Todd laughs> I love that But yeah. he, he's um, like, don't get me wrong Fitzgibbon's been fantastic. He's created a defensive culture there that the Sharks have needed for quite a few years and he, he got the right players in there. But to take a team that was running very close to the bottom of the ladder, couldn't tackle to save their lives, were unfit, were getting flogged week in, week out and turned them around to be competitive against every team they've played against apart from the one game they lost... 20-odd nil to Penrith, and they were still competitive. They didn't look like they were well above, like getting beaten by a team well above them and just changed the whole defensive concept of the Cowboys, get them to attack the way that they're attacking and now just being a threat for the competition at the back end of the year, there hasn't been a better coach in my opinion.
0: Well, uh, and he was in the West Tigers system just for fun, just to mention. That, he was know. a Premiership <laughs> winner with him, wasn't he? Like as a No, he, no but he, he was in the junior. Comp- he coached yeah, the, He coached. He was in. He came in as a coach. He was in the junior system. They yeah. wanted him. To, no, but he wanted. To, yeah, he would have stayed as a coach, I believe it. Well, going back I, five or okay. six years before the. I, I pose this, incident.
2: <laughs> I, po- <laughs> I, I um, I pose this question to you then Barney. It's Craig given more a case of if he was. In this situation, in five out of the past whatever seasons, he, he probably does get coach yeah, of the year.
1: absolutely. If, if the you. Cowboys and Sharks had only been one or two positions apart from each other on the ladder coming into this year, I would have gone with Fitzgibbon. But the fact that the Cowboys finished, I think it was 14th last year, everyone 15th. tipped them to win the, the the wooden spoon. Like there was with so no many hope. people with no hope. With yeah. no hope. Like we we were saying they're going to get flogged every yeah. week. Yeah. And their defense went from leaking 30 to 40 points every game to being the best defense for the first 14 weeks of the competition. They're now fitter than the majority of sides in the competition, and they've got strong like they. They didn't even look like scoring points as well as getting beaten by forty points. Like they just turned that place around. And we And then you add it, all the kerfuffle and the bullshit that went on last year with Tamalolo and all the talks of him getting sacked six weeks into him turning up.
0: And we Everyone raves about how Bellamy gets the best at his players. Look who's I think the mark of a coach is who improves under under him. And I look don't think Ruben Cod has played been. Origin. No. Uh, Robson was could have played origin, was in discussion.
1: Uh, Dearden's just gone out Deirdin of this world. Is, was, Townsend's was, better than what he was at the Sharks in 2016. Yeah.
0: Like, um, you can go
1: Hiku, Hiku. Nanaway, Holmes. You wouldn't have picked. just go through the entire to, team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, who's it's, the front rower that got picked for New South Wales? The, McLean. Hasn't done shit for three or four years. Like,
0: yeah, Tom Lolo's back amazing. to close so to his you, best
1: footy he's played. You, like, you've
0: got to give Peyton credit there for sure. Well,
2: so. <laughs> Imagine if Craig Bell imagine if Craig Bellamy wins coach the year this year, they'll have to bring betting on Daly M awards night back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I well, I suspect Ivan's still a chance, but really like I, I don't even know how they judge I don't know it, how you can't, you can't get it, really. It's a phenomenal does. effort. Um Unlike Newcastle coach. I, I was, was going to say, I just <laughs> saw him over there. Adam O'Brien should
2: get it. And if he doesn't, he'll complain because he was an assistant for four grand finals. Anyway. Titans coach. Yeah.
0: All right, the moment's arrived. The daggy M. do we do the team of the year first or the daggy M. first? should probably go. Dag first. 1st Daggy M. first. Daggy M? Daggy M first. All right, yeah, yeah, well, let's do the countdown. The let's team's do the a bit of a spoiler. spoiler. We'll st- go, we'll go 10 to 1. It's not really a spoiler. You're 10 to 1? I was going to have 14 to 1, but we'll go 10.
1: You got fifteen there. There's
0: fifteen there. There's oh, well, a couple of equals outside. So on So outside the outside the top ten, uh, Coruscant and House uh, equal fourteenth. Hunt and oh shout out just quickly to, G, to throw the
1: points out there as well.
0: Uh, uh, both on fifteen points. Shout out to GT for keeping our stats as well as um, to Leah, fan of the show and also gave him a hand with that. Puppy Isaiah that is and Ben Hunt both finishing eighteen points. Outside the 10, equal 10th, Nathan Cleary, 19, and Tino moali who are here spelt Fasalami to get me out, but <laughs> not this time. Uh, equal 10th, equal 8th, DCE and uh, Drinkwater, both on 20 points. Equal 6th, as we jump up, Teddy and uh, Cam Murray, both on 21 points. 5th. Uh, on his own is Isaiah, Yo, 22 points. Fourth, Joey Manu, 23 points. Third on 24 points, Harry Grant. Second on 26 points, Cam Munster. And the runaway winner, um, well done, Barn. Well done to the Sharks. Well done to the buyer of the year. The Barney Nico Manal. Hines, 34 points. Eight points clear. Which if uh, if there's any semblance of... um. Sanity in the da- the M system, you'd think would be pretty hard to beat. So, Well... Any shocks in there, ollie
2: oh, Ben Hunt really missing to be the top honest. 10. I, I, I didn't expect us to have him as high as he will probably end up for the M medal. Sh- I didn't say exactly him missed top 10, the top but I didn't 10, think he'd be top
1: 5. I Is think he, he got a lot of extra points, mate. Like, th- th- a lot of these M judges basically just go back to, oh, they won the game, the halfback has to get three points. Yeah. Well, again, a I lot still of the thought, time it's not the halfback that's doing <laughs> it. Just,
0: just, oh, hey, look, uh, let's go that bludger of a game. He probably should have
1: sh- had a few more, yeah. I am probably surprised he probably wasn't top, closer top to Top field, ten, I to think, fifth, he should have been, but yeah.
0: But that, like, even go that bludger of a game, Tiger's lost against the Dragons. He would have got two Dallian points and he fucking shouldn't have got any. Well, well The, 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 the game had all the way through and that's what... We probably were a little harsh
1: him. on Ben Hunt, to be honest. He probably deserved a few more points than what he got. Uh, Murray, for me, considering that there was a lot of time where he didn't play football this year, um, did he, well. he, he did quite well.
0: We all but, thought yo um, would be higher, but or- Origin cruels a lot of these blokes.
1: Yo hasn't really been the same, had the same influence on that Penrith team since probably round 10, 12, just leading into that Origin team, uh, into that Origin games. But, yeah, if you can't tell me Nico wasn't the best player on the field for nine to ten games this year that he played, there's your 30 points. So. The, the interesting Just, yeah. one for me is
2: going to be at least comparing it to the M medal is James Tedesco. Oh, it'll be completely different. Yeah, because where be did Tedesco completely end completely up different. again? Tedesco ended up sixth, sixth on 21. Because I think... Joey Marner would have taken 20 points off him this but year. But based off of and, and how if you look at when the Ms went behind closed doors, Tedesco was te- about... Te- fifth. Te- he sh- will minimum finish te- second in the Daly I think Harry Grant's
0: a shout. And I think... Nicker is an obvious yet, and, and somehow ben, ben Huntless will be top four. But just looking at this, Munster and Grant have split 50 points between them. In most yep. of those games, they probably could have gone either or. Three, two, one, yeah. Uh, Manu and Teddy have split uh, 44 points between them again. Yo and Cleary have spent 40-odd points between them. Yep. You can go through. So um, Cleary
2: I'm actually a bit surprised about as well because Appian. I thought he would be a little bit lower, to be honest. No, you will. He, did, well. yeah, he, he but, um, did, but I thought. Nico, yeah. Nico, I think if
0: Nico doesn't win the the dallium itself, there's actually probably a concern. But um, I, I
2: think as well, last year I, we had at least that, so. we had at least three. So out of their top five, we had about five. three in our yeah, top five. I, I so think we'll see really what see happens this year.
0: That's a clash. Joey Manu will be interesting to see some of those yeah. games where he may have got more. But but then again, I feel
2: like there will be games where we gave Joey Manu three, they would have given Teddy three. Yeah, that's right. That's what
0: I'm saying. Agree. A- and, Ma- and Munster yeah. and Grant yeah. could be ten points and either And there's way. games
1: where we would have given Jack Bird three points and they would have given Hunt three. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Bird one Bird probably wouldn't none. have got any. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. yeah. yeah. Uh, We were very for- forward dominant in what we do because – We've sort of made a little bit of a point of it. No, but the, they make so much more of a difference than anyone realises. Mm. So I, <laughs> I don't yeah, get it. You. Like if People go, oh, yeah, fucking... Mm. So, so, so old mate was sublime. He That's had two it, try assists. Yo, Yo was and then you look to... at a bloke who makes 40 tackles and fucking 25 hit-ups and makes 180 metres. He's made just as big a difference, if not more, than 100%. what the halfback has. Yeah,
0: was um Yo was interesting, 22 points. I reckon he would have been close to, I think it was nearly 14, 15 Daly. Uh, Daly Coming into in Origin. Yeah. To origin. In, and he would Daly. have been close
1: on our count too, I would imagine. Yeah, so, he just yeah. has not had the, the impact he has at the back end of the year as he did at the start. But. And
0: finally, the official Dagiem team of the year, 1-17. Tedesco at fullback. Garrick and Adokar on the wings. Manu and Holmes in the centres. Munster at six, Nico at seven, Payne Haas and Tino are the props. Uh, Harry Grant, the hooker. Hudson Young and Ihi back row, which may be a surprise. I don't, but um, did well there. Yo, obviously the lock. Cam Murray is on the bench with DCE, Drinkwater and Cleary. That is the team of the year. Not a bad one,
1: I suppose. Probably put a couple more forwards in there.
0: Well, he's picked <laughs> the straight bench, the, ben- the, ben- <laughs> the instructions for the yeah, bench no, straight were straight points. Yeah, straight it. points. That's fine, uh, and the rest were position by position. Uh, pretty hard I team to be. Don't think there's too many surprises there. Can't think of too many that didn't get the back row was interesting. Hudson Young, I thought might have to do to beat out Cam Murray. He's done very well there. Well he had a couple of games where he was. And the Carrigan, yeah, I suppose Carrigan, if Carrigan plays, well, he, he makes a team. But nothing, to add? That is the uh, award ceremony for the Daggy Ems, season 2022. Tune in for our bold prediction show, as I said, coming mid-October, where we will look back on who we thought would make the team and who actually made the team and who will predict for next year's team. It should be a lot of fun there. Now that excitement's over, we've got a semi-final round to look at, which kicks off on Friday evening. With Parramatta at Bank West, what is it called now, ComBank, hosting the Raiders. For Parramatta, the 1-17 is Gutherson, Sivo, Penasini, Oppercheck, Blake, Brown, Moses, RCG, Marnie, Paulo, Lane, Papa E, Madison to start, Makatoa, Arthur named at 15 again, or uh, Kafusi and Uh Simonson, Cartwright, extended bench there. For Canberra, they lose Adam Elliott, which means they got Savage, Kotrick, Tomoko, Chris Rapana, White and Fogarty, Papa Ihi, Young, Whitehead, Hauer, and Naira listed to start at Lock, Starling, Gula, Horsbert and Sutton comes onto the bench with. Uh, who's out?
1: Elliott. Of broken, course, a uh, broken
0: said that. horse. There it is, a broken horse. Nothing <laughs> worse than a
2: broken horse. Ollie, you wouldn't know what we're talking about, huh? But go hard and fast, and uh, give you, us your tips. You sound like my new king, and all of our new kings. Good old sausage fingers, King Charles. But um, right. but I digress. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Apologies, everyone, for
2: that terrible impression. <laughs> yes. yes, so So, um, m- with Moses or without, I am going to tip Parramatta because we. I'm going to say one to twelve either way. With Moses, obviously a lot more confident. Without Moses. I'm going to go back and bank on what I have for Parramatta multiple times this year, and that's their forward pack because, obviously, Canberra's forwards are their strongest point, especially Joe Tarpeny and your Josh is. But if Parramatta's pack as a unit, and I sound like a broken record, consistently this year, we've seen the best forward pack performances from Parramatta this year, I believe. If we can get that, then they will be able to contain these blokes, I believe, and they will be able to get the job done. So regardless of whether or not Mitch Moses is playing, I'm going to go 1-12, to 12, Parramatta. I will say first try scorer, though, Jordan Rapiner, And man of the match, Isaiah Papaliti. Nice. We've dived straight in
0: here. Um, let's talk about the key matchup, which is obviously the four-pack.
2: Oh, Sorry, I was mesmerised nah, by old Sausage Fingers impersonation. That's fine. God nah. save the king, everyone. Whatever <laughs> floats your boat, Ollie.
0: The... um. The ford Pack matchup is, is very intriguing. We've got uh, the best, arguably there's two front rowers in the comp against the form front rower in the comp. Well, probably the four best front rowers in the comp. You would argue get How does his whole ford Pack line up?
1: Minus Fisher-Harris. These four are very close to the best front rowers you're going to see take the field this season. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Corey Horsborough actually starts the game and they bring Papa Lee on as an impact uh, following the blueprint of what Penrith did ratcheting up the intensity through the middle of the field when How Paulo comes and off the How much drakes is it if
0: Paulo and Puppy, like trying to keep them apart and picking a time to get them on?
1: Yep, absolutely. And I think um, I actually think that the forward rotation off the bench for Canberra will be a big part to why they will end up winning this game. I just think they'll end up being stronger at the back end of this game, especially through the middle of the field. When you've got Nakora, Makatoa and Kafusi, who consistently have been inconsistent up against Sutton, <laughs> Horsborough and Goula, who generally are the more consistent of those three that you want to put up against each other. And then you've got Jake Arthur against Starling and I know who I'm going to back to bring more impact into a game out of those two. So um, that's a big part of where I'm leaning to. the situation
0: to. you've just mentioned.
1: A big part of where I'm leaning to but... And he to me, has been the best front row in the game for the entire season. Um, I think he started slow for about two or three weeks, but ever since, he has been a dominant part of uh, what Canberra have done week in, week out. Even when they've been getting flogged, he's still been one of the better players on the field. And I expect him to continue this. I think this is a perfect match-up for Canberra, to be honest. I think if they wanted to play anybody out of this semi-finals team, uh, they've, the backs line up pretty closely, and I think Canberra's actually got the edge in the forward pack, so...
0: I tend to agree. So, the elephant in the room is Moses. If he doesn't play, are you giving him none?
1: Yeah, I'd I'd give him even less chance, to be honest. I honestly think Canberra will win this game, and without Moses, I don't think there are any chance of winning this game. Uh,
0: I think so, too. I think they they would have come in feeling last week that their their artillery was geared towards Penrith-Melbourne, and I think once you miss your big shot, you go, oh, shit, what now? And... There's a big regrouping stage. I I can't see them being as up for it as last week, and they ultimately did get beat by Twain last week. Despite the reps we did give them, if Moses doesn't play, then none. There's still a chance here because his kicking game can keep them in this. But Foggy's kicking game is matching that lately, and I think the Fords, like, as you've said, can go well, a bit tougher for longer and
1: are explosive. Like they can. Absolutely dominate a bit of the field for twenty to thirty minutes, but I just think Canberra will stay in the grind longer and yeah. be as physical, but for longer periods than what oh, I can. Will. And, and
0: you, it used to be no surprise to see Parramatta leading twelve nil mm. after twelve minutes, and then by half time it's twelve all, and all of a sudden you going, "Oh, Parragony!" So I, I'm sort of agreeing. I'm going uh, going to go Canberra one to twelve. Anyway, Tarpana man of the match um, to keep stamping it. He will be very hard to beat. Player of the finals if they keep making it. If they keep winning games, first try scorer. I haven't done it for a while, so I'm just going to go with Tarpana. Yep.
1: As I said, I think um, yeah, I expect Parramatta to come out and do everything they did last week. Be very dominant in in the middle of the field for 20 to 30 minutes. I just think Canberra will. Um, they've got the players there in Tarpanes, Hudson, Youngs, Naira. They're going to keep coming for the entirety of the game. Then you throw in your, your Suttons and Hawesborough. I think they've, they've got more impact off the bench. So when that forward rotation comes in, I think Canberra will get the upper hand And in the middle of the game. The thing that does worry me is Parramatta's probably got a little bit more strike in their outside backs than what Canberra do. But again, Canberra, they're going to play that long game. They're going to graft. And um, I think they may give Opacek some issues in defence um, outside of Dylan Brown. Or... Surely the
0: first thing that happens is they put a bomb up for Waka.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. They're going to bomb the hell out of Waka. And then you got Waka defending inside Tom Opacek, and I think they're going to go down that side consistently, which just lends towards um, Chris uh, having you know, uh, quite a good game and probably scoring a couple of tries. Raiders 1-12, Tarpane man of the match. He's, uh, we've already said it. and But I do think Parramatta will start fast and Sivo will get the first try for Parramatta.
0: Is there is there a shock to the system if Power win this by 20? Nope. If Moses plays now in, in sequel. A,
2: a shock to the system in terms of Power then kicking on the next week? A oh, like bit or? of everything. Like, oh,
0: okay, Parra are back. Okay, we've well, underrated w- here. Uh, uh, I'll okay, be honest. Are pa- uh, <laughs> uh, if that good that they're just 20 points better than everyone?
1: Well, I think both these teams get beaten by the Cowboys the week after. Whoever, they might, yeah. whoever wins it. And the
0: other key point is... There's nothing left. <laughs> you get to the Cowboys yeah. and have fresh. fresh.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I, I I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Parramatta just flogged the Raiders purely again the way they got into the finals. And at some point, I think the Bucks got to stop. But yeah, but, and I guess just the last thing for me, even though it's sort of insignificant, I find it pretty impressive anyway. I said to you guys um, off camera at least I said it during the week. This is the. First ever time in 40 years, the Raiders and the Eels Eagles have versed each other in a finals game. And I think that's actually pretty impressive considering it's literally been 40 years and these two teams have never versed in a finals game before. Given the success of both More yeah. often yeah, than maybe.
1: not, both of them like, have been there. So. Yeah. Well, at least the past... They've like, a, little a bit of success at different times. At but least
2: what... They've been there. F- yeah, chance. at least what, three out of the past four seasons, I think they've both played finals and they've just managed... Especially in recent history Yeah To so avoid each, each other, other But yeah. here we go
0: And Saturday night Sees The Sharks At Alliance. They've been moved uh, To another The big South stadiums home yeah, Another oh, South, South home game Wow Rorten. Against The Bunnies For Sharks Kennedy Tracy Ramien Talakai Mulitalo Moylan Hines Rudolph Braley Hunt Nakora Graham Fanukin, Wilton McGuinness Ule for feeder. That sounds a lot like an unchanged 17. It does. For the bunnies, Latrell, Johnston, Tass, Graham, mm. Milne, Walker, Ilias, Taitola, Cook, Nichols, Colin Matangi, Arrow, Murray, Nicarima, Sale, Checam, and Havili. Which means the only change is Michael Checam on into the team for Thomas Burgess. Who is realistically in a game like this a very, very did big Arino out?
1: Nick Arena play last week.
0: I felt like he didn't, but apparently it's unchanged. just reading
1: this. Okay, yeah,
0: I didn't see him at all. <laughs> really?
2: I
1: don't remember him being out there. <laughs> if they <laughs> go <interesting>. from <laughs> if
2: they go from the reserves to the bench, it doesn't count as a as a change because oh, they were still in the no, squad. No, but so. was the eighteenth man
1: last week. Yeah, he's well, coming well, in for Burgess, but that's I right. don't remember Nick Arena. Yeah, no, need to die. Anyway, anyway mm.
0: we're heading here, Barn, Um you're coming off a 90-minute game and South's coming off a six-day backup off the Shit bash fest. What are yeah. you thinking? How confident are you? Where are we headed?
1: I wouldn't be – this game is going to be very close, I would imagine. I think this is – this will be a, another um, example of semi-finals football. I think a lot of this game will be played through the middle of the field. Um, again, I'm going to go with the impact off the benches. I think the Sharks will survive that interchange period through their forwards a little bit better than what you're going to get out of Cheekham, Saleh and Havili coming on compared to your McGinnis, ULA and Fafita. I just think there's going to be a little bit more um, physicality off the Sharks with using their bench through the middle of the field. And if South's, um, I, th- I think South's best option is to go wide and go wide early and try to score points and then force the Sharks to try and play some catch-up football. If the Sharks can keep it close for the majority of the first half, I think they will be uh, stronger at the back end of this game, even though they did go through a 90-minute game the week before. You guys like McGinnis, Finnicane, They don't. T- they just seem to fucking run forever. Like they don't get tired. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They're just like of that Bradley Clyde mold where they just tackle and run the ball all day long. Um, and I think um, the Sharks probably got a little bit of size in the front row with your ULE's Rudolph, and and the likes. They're that fraction bit bigger and and can sort of physically bully uh, the the rabbits a little bit in the middle of the field. Obviously, the back row is, to me, the back row is probably the biggest um, the biggest contention uh, in this game. you got your Wade, Graham and Nakora up against Kulamatungi and Jai Arrow. Um, realistically, South should win that battle, but um, just on the back of Nakora's footwork and speed, I think he's going to cause a few issues on um, with Jai Arrow and the halves trying to defend him there. I think he may be in for a big game as well, so... I'm going to tip the Sharks. I'm not overly confident, but I think they'll get away with, again, as I said last week, a 4-6 to six point win, which they lost by two points. So they'll probably lose this one by a two-point field goal as well. But we'll go Sharks 1-12, mm-hmm. to 12. Nico, man of the match. And I'm going to go, as I said, Nikora. I think his footwork and speed on an edge will cause a few problems for Souths. So,
2: Well, I think
1: this is where a certain
2: – I wouldn't say stat, but a, a certain structure of how teams – a setup will come into play now for South Sydney. And it's something that at the start of the year on our preview show that Gump brought up. When was the last time you saw a team without a game-controlling half win a premiership? Yes, true. It's not happened in the yeah. NRL era. We've said time and again about how South's halves have been a bit of a shambles overall. There's not that game-controlling half. I know the versus Roosters last week, yes, they've got Keery and Walker have looked good at times, but they've not really been the biggest challenge. But you know who does have a game controlling half, and said game controlling half is just won a certain Matt player of the well, year, well yes. p- player of the year award for this very podcast. Uh, Nico Hines for Cronulla, and I think that'll be the difference maker. Like he was literally against South Sydney the l- the last time these two played when he slotted over the game winning field goal. Um, it's just that control and attack and that calmness across the field that I think is going to win Cronulla the game. I'd say their backs overall, their edges, are better than South Sydney. Um, whether you think that's close or not, obviously a fullback Latrell's better, but um, I've realised this is as good a time as any to bring it up. Congratulations, William Kennedy, on that previous show. We were debating whether he'll end up better than Clint Gufferson. He's literally by length now, even though he's missed a few weeks and I, I think the Fords can do it. The consistency, yes. The, 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 the Fords, it, it, it's tighter, but I feel like Cronulla can well and truly still win this Ford pack battle, and I think players coming off the bench as well. Fafita hasn't been horrible recently. Cam McGuinness has been amazing. I feel like Cronulla just have South Sydney covered, and that's simply what it will be. It'll be 1-12. to 12. It'll be a close game, South Sydney. I'm tipping the play out of their skin, but it'll just be a case of... Being, better, uh, being beaten by the better team on the night and the better team on the night having a game-controlling half, which is what every Premiership-winning team has had for so over long. I'm not saying Cronulla will win the comp, but this is the type of game where not having that will cost South Sydney. Great chat, Ollie. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, first try scorer, I'll say CSC for Talakai um, over Paul Tass there. And man of the match, well... <laughs> It's got to be the daguerre medalist, Nico Hines. I look at
0: these teams and it doesn't compute that this should be competitive, but we've seen a year that it is competitive and I'm going to pay the due respects. I think the old warhorses for Nukin and Graham can match um, the back row there, Uh, but by all rights, that back row should have have the Sharks covered. covered. Um, I can see this being a, a, a... a high scoring game. I actually I think if, if Sharks play the same way they did, I think they will score more points than Souths, South. And Southson, this could be a realistically a 32-24 sort of game where they might get that one extra try. This will all come back to like this this <laughs> the nervous thing is, and I'm gonna go this as a first try, the nervous thing is, Matt Moylan makes me so nervous in defence no, and absolutely. I can't shake it. No. And I can and see Collin cool Matungi, and Matungi I was about to and see Colin Matungi just either walking across untouched or with a fair, Goodbye, a nice Matt. stroke yeah. of, of as Matt just uh, wafts off to the right. Um, <laughs> Kula Matangi will score first try uh, on the back of a walker assist. Uh, and that can set the tone early. But I'm hoping they man up. I, I think really, I, I'm going to go with the Sharks, 1-12. to 12. I think I'm going to allay my doubts I've had all year because they're pretty wrong every single at every single step. And I'm going to stick with them. Especially what they produced last week was very good, and you, like your point is the bench will be exciting. I can see this being a twelve. This will be a twelve point chase down. Souths maybe early, and then the bench just ascending it, coming back, and then the bed being shit, and the pumpkins coming out, and the the back twenty minutes of this game being very ugly, and and Souths maybe not having a more thing about this. Yeah, exactly. But even saying eight points even saying closer. That,
1: like there's three blokes in this Souths team that scare the shit out of me, and it's Kula uh, Murray Cameron Murray and Latrell. yeah those three blokes on their own can score tries and set up tries and they can do it they could have two blokes on them and still be able to get a ball away or play before the line or push two blokes off and score and at the back end of this game if the Sharks do drop away those three will beat them yeah. It, and and
0: t- Cook at the, in those clutch moments. At the end of the day, you got him credit. I'll yeah, tell you absolutely. what,
2: it, it would be cool to see, though, if, as I said, Nico's controlling this game, having a great performance, and it's getting to a point where Ilias and Walker are just not working out, and Latrell Mitchell does the old Thanos from the Avengers post-credits, and he goes, <laughs> all right, I'll do it myself, <laughs> and just comes up and just absolutely blitzes him. Wouldn't as a neutral, it would be cool to see. Wouldn't but, surprise yeah.
0: No, nothing, nothing would. And, and like, every fibre is thinking south, will. So win this game but I'm, I'm tipping the sharks uh first try score i'm going to go with colin Mutungi, as mentioned uh, i think that will happen early and I, I i suspect yes we will be raving about nico's effort and what a story for him to come from everyone knows the story from where he's been two years ago to be from a bench player to be now we we'll just a go back and look at the australian the, team really. well, last year I he was it's fantastic like a four four as well minute
1: highlight package for the sharks versus the cowboys if you've got any doubts about Nico Hines, just go and watch that highlight package and just see what he does to to provide points for the Sharks that's in right. that like four-minute. The thing bucket. is,
0: he's got everything. He's got short package. ball, long ball. He can run and he can kick, uh, short kick, long kick, chip. And he needs
1: just, a little bit of work on his kicking game, but yeah. Oh, I'm not, it's not yeah.
0: Nathan Cleary, but it is – I'll take it. <laughs> uh, anyway, there we are. It, it's, uh, exc- it's, it's Both games are tremendously exciting. So we've sort of got the next couple of weeks. So at some point next week, and this just dawned on me, Barn and Ollie, because you'll be there too. Maybe. That uh, it's a public holiday on a Thursday. So it we seems... need to do a top team review. Should we try and factor it in or should we do a Wednesday night? We I do... thought you
2: were going to say next Thursday we've got a day off. So it's a public holiday. So we should be paying respects to the Queen.
1: I reckon we do the Monday or the Tuesday. We go the one? review and Get the, the review waterfall. out of the way early. Maybe
0: Monday. Monday's good. We go review back happy hour, get both these games out of it, and then maybe spend Thursday do the Thursday doing bottom the
1: bottom four.
0: Uh, no, when we do, then we do the, all the reviews, do either the Wednesday, Wednesday night or the Thursday day. Do the Wednesday night. Feel like or some Thursday day, day Yeah. yeah.
2: If i well, if I get drunk enough on Thursday, the then Queen. well, I was mm. going to say the bottom eight. Uh, a preview. Mm. But if mm. I if yeah. I get drunk enough, there's going to be so many royalty puns on Thursday. I'm just letting you know, we just like the Easter ones for the Easter shows.
0: And they're less sacrilegious, which is nice.
2: Well, all in some people's eyes, all dep- our production de- meetings happen on. Depends air. on how um, depends on how certain people view the queen. So, well, don't have, do anything do to bring the game to dispute, please.
1: So, do a bit of extra time on the Monday. Monday. On the reviews. We'll have a real good deep dive on Monday, the Monday. We'll go
0: into the games, and then we'll work it out and later then, in the week.
1: Yeah. Wednesday or Thursday, we'll, we'll throw come the rest we're... of it in. Sounds we, good. We at are going to wrap the bottom eight for anyone who wants to hear us talk about shit football. Too. I, I just thought we'll potentially, a, potentially it's a
0: nice thing to maybe do a midday Well, that's the drink. thing.
1: We
2: Remember we did that day show at the Colonial last year in, in the afternoon. It turned yeah. out pretty good. So let's do uh-huh. a, a day show here on a... Thursday or 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 and or pay, pay our our Let's take this conversation off we'll here. Yeah, we've, we've, let's made do made a minute No, <laughs> right, we don't do that. What's well, got you frothing? Give us something. Well, apart from paying respects to the Queen next Thursday, um, Nico, it's going to have to be Nico Hines because all year I've sort of kept what Gump was saying in the back of my mind about you, you need that half to, to win the comp. And again, I'm not saying Nico wins it, but it's the lack of a half for South Sydney. So I'm looking forward at this being the pinpoint moment where a team that does not have a game controlling half in their side just get done by a team that does, and that half to just oh, have Lachlan an exemplary Ilias performance. Into a yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. That that would actually be very good as well. And then Greece wins the World Cup. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Nico Hines, Joseph Tapani for me. Hey, hey, hey. Is Breathe well, going to be
0: involved in Greece winning the
2: cup? Well, he shouldn't. But I bet he'll. Uh, after laughing at him on the TV and. Um, getting in trouble from it from some fans, I bet he would be on the back
1: of them if they won the World Cup. Yeah. Mm. yeah Joseph Tapani and um, Papali'i, I'm really excited. I think they're going to take down this much vaunted Parramatta forward pack that's been nominated as pretty close to the best forward pack for the entirety of the year. And I think Canberra's going to keep coming. They're going to have your bit players in Hudson Young, Whitehead, and Naira, and Horsburgh off the bench. But I think it's going to be the tone's going to be set through. Uh Josh Papali'i and Joseph Tarpani and I expect them to really rip into this parameter pack and I think it's gonna be a massive performance out of those two.
0: Wade Graham's got me frothing. <laughs>
1: right. right. Okay. <laughs> no, no,
0: I, just... I, I kind of <laughs> don't want... know. Take... I don't want okay, context. No, you're just frothing. So yeah, where's, you're just frothing? Where's, where's this gonna go? No, what yeah. what's well, gonna be frothing right. I'll just trying to think something different, but I don't have any. Uh what uh what's gonna be frothing is the complete implosion. As happens this time of year, like clockwork of Parramatta fans calling for the head of <laughs> Brad Arthur. What do
2: you mean this time of year? It's all time it's of year zero from, the... Yeah, I know that, fan, but like know. he's
0: now zero from 33 or something. Uh, so <laughs> they will be straight sets out. Uh, I look forward to the rants. Uh, actually, not even that fun anymore because everyone just goes, oh, we know they're going to lose anyway. <laughs> it's not even as fun as it used to be. Well, Dana but, um, will just
2: copy-paste what he's been saying every Cameron week or year. Good. So...
0: And I still want to see. Uh, I, I do love the. Fo- I did love the photo of the. Are uh, you Entertainers Latrell shot last week.
1: Yes, absolutely. Latrell's
0: a man. If they are to get through, and I'm looking forward to see what he does. And bring if he has. If he has that sense of calmness to him, the scary, scary thought there.
1: Absolutely, I chuck Mulitano in there. He's just for me. He's a, one of those guys who really gets up for the big games, and he's always involved in the chat and that kind of stuff. And I just want to see where that ends up. In this Shark Souths game. Well, him and Milne,
0: they can't
2: possibly yeah. hit each other in the head, can they? Well, I know one might hit the other in the head, but anyway. Mm, but uh, And get binned
1: for it. He'll be in all the chat and he'll be getting under Cody's skin and he'll be getting under Latrell's skin and we'll see <laughs> where it goes after that. But every week he's chatting to someone and getting them pissed off. So I'm looking forward to a bit of that as well. <laughs> can't wait. Both the Rippers will review on Monday night. A lot to look forward
0: to. Um, stay safe, guys. Uh, listen uh, to... Footy and frothies. Footy and frothies. <laughs> Just, sorry, I to say check out the merch. <laughs> uh, check out the merch, check out socials, all that good stuff, and we'll be back Monday to look back on all of it.
1: Bring it on, eh? Good night.